Today's show, as always, sponsored by LivasaIslandApparel.com. For gear that represents the South Pacific Island languages and cultures accurately and responsibly. Put on for the culture. Catch the wave at LivasaIslandApparel.com. Welcome, everybody, to the Balinesian Sports Weekly Recap. I'm Lance Falatongo. I'm Forrest Odola. And uh, here we're going to break down where we usually do every single NFL game. We're actually going to do this week's recap of all sports. So we're going to hit uh, most of the NFL games and then some NBA talk as well as our uh, coach talk with Forrest uh, coming up towards the end. Let's get uh, first things first. Sunday night football just finished. Final score uh, in Vegas. Chiefs 41, Raiders 14. Our Raiders analyst in house, Forrest, the floor is yours. What uh what what happened? Uh, you know, that they just they, they have these moments where they just don't seem like they're there, like they're not playing hard sometimes. I mean they're, they're still a really good team. Um tonight there was there was miscues, uh like the Deshaun Jackson uh fumble. Oh, man, it looked man. like he didn't know where he was. He like he knew where he was after he caught the ball. I know he tried to turn and and, and make a play for the end zone, but it kind of looked like he got turned around and was just like, oh, I don't know where I'm at. You know, he lost that stuff like that. And then again, uh, Derek Carr just trying to make a play and ended up throwing interception. Uh, I know he's frustrated. Oh, he can't get down man. the field like he wanted to. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did some good stuff early, especially when they scored the two touchdowns. They were on par, and then. They kind of just imploded their line still getting pretty. I mean, they didn't have a lot, but there were inopportune times where they had uh, like false starts um, lining up in the neutral zone. So things like that. You can't win games if you're going to do things like that. And they, I don't know what it is, but they're going to have to find a way to free up Waller a little bit more, you know. He's he's their number one guy on the on the offensive line as a as a pass catcher, mm-hmm. and they're gonna they're gonna have to scheme it to where he's getting open a little better or better looks at least. Seven targets for Darren Waller tonight. Finished with four catches, twenty four yards, no touchdowns. Derek Carr, twenty five of thirty five tonight versus the Chiefs, uh, two hundred sixty one yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Derek Carr, it says he's got a 99.8 rating, passer rating tonight, but there were some, like, some ducks that he just threw up, but none of oh, pressure. I mean, the one he threw up that was intercepted, that one was a horrible throw. Then mm-hmm. on the very next series, he had one, too, on fourth down where he just threw it up, and luckily it just fell into the middle of the field. So, Wait, uh, where was that? Where's that pressure coming from? Is, uh, it, I mean, is it the line just – not being able to to hold with some of the Chiefs defenders? Some, but at the same time, too, there, there's some coverage pressure. Uh, like I said, you know, Darren Waller can't get open. They People probably, um, some people are downplaying the loss of Ruggs. And then some people are right on par with uh, how much Ruggs meant to the offense. I mean, you didn't see him catch, like, a lot of um, throws down the field, but – he had to be accounted for every time he was running a streak or, you know, one of those long plays, it opened up everything underneath. And then once everything underneath opened up, it opened up rugs going deep. So, I mean, it worked hand in hand. Now they're just going to have to find someone that the the DBs are going to have to account for on those long plays, you know, take the, as they say, take the top off of a defense. Uh, Deshaun Jackson kind of did it tonight, but again, you know, he just got there. So, Hopefully, um, in the next uh, couple of weeks or the next week, he gets a full week of practicing. Maybe they'll start scheming him, too. Uh, again, Henry Ruggs was a much different player than Deshaun Jackson. I think he was a more complete player. But the one thing Deshaun Jackson does bring that we lost was speed on the outside and being able to take the top off of the defense. But to be fair to Carr, there was also some miscues on defense, Uh I know uh, Trayvon Mayrick missed the interception, went right through his hand. So did uh, Hayward. So they got to take those kind of opportunities. And uh, once if they fall into their laps, they got to just be ready to take those opportunities. 
looks like the uh, the Chiefs were um, had more first downs, twenty nine to the Raiders, fifteen, and then the Raiders also one for nine on third down. So giving the ball back uh, to the Chiefs, I'm looking for time of possession. Oh, not that bad. Like instead of an even thirty thirty, the Chiefs had it thirty five minutes. <clears throat> Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 70% passing, 35 of 50, 406 yards, five touchdowns. Where was the, the breakdown in the secondary? Was it like in man or zone, uh, crossing up? Just so they were playing, uh, I think most of the, it's, it's Bradley's defense, he plays a lot of three deep. So when they play three deep, uh, they leave a lot of the stuff underneath open and from the past games, Patrick Mahomes was uh, he was trying too hard to get it down the field. Tonight, though, he did a great job of finding his underneath receivers. Um, Kelsey did a great job of chipping uh, players, pretending that he was blocking, then releasing. And they weren't even like uh, his designed route. What he would do was like he chipped somebody or blocked somebody, and when the pay, play broke up, he released. And he, I, I think about four or five times, like 15 yards on each of those catches. So uh, Patrick Mahomes was really smart just taking what they were giving him, which was underneath. And then once they started going, man, uh, he was taking shots downfield and he got really good. Uh, I mean, he could have probably scored like maybe three more touchdowns where he over overthrew. Uh, what's his name? What's their good receiver <laughs> Tyreek Hill? Yeah, I'm going to play like I don't know. I hate that guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he overthrew Tyreek Hill probably like twice, but Tyreek Hill was like wide open on those plays. The uh, the Chiefs now back in first place of the AFC West. Wow. I know. Great. I know. I know. And it's so funny because, you know, everybody was like, oh, man, the Chiefs beginning of the season. This is crazy. They were the last. They were the last. Raider fans, if Derek Carr's going to keep throwing up doodle bop ducks in the air, like, that's that's stressful. No, yeah. I mean, it's hard, man. Like, I know he's just trying to to make plays and or not get sacked. I know he's probably pressured to do stuff like that, but Hmm. he's a better quarterback than that, you know? He's better than that. That's what I was thinking. He's better than that. And I know there's just a lot of struggles right now. And um, Raider fans and the Raiders themselves can always say, oh, well, you know, we're going through a tough year. Well, okay, well, then rise to it. I mean, you're a professional. <laughs> it's your job. I know things are tough, but do it. That, that's, yeah, it's your job. I mean, you're going to have to find a way to come together and uh, and deal with the issues, that, like the internal issues that are going on. If, if they're still bothering you as a team, then you're going to have to find a way as a team to overcome them. You know, there's only meetings. That's what those are for. So, I mean, it's there's still a long season co- uh, to go. Um, and they're behind their coach, so which is cool. You know, it's, it's not like they don't like their coach. They, uh, they just got to be professionals, come together and play better. That's all they have to do is play better. Because they're not that bad. I mean, I know the score is really <laughs> bad, but yeah, they're not. They're not as bad as that score seems. Promise. Got you. The uh, the big name players for the Chiefs came out today. Ten targets for Travis Kelsey. Eight catches, 119 yards. Ten targets for Tyree Kill. Seven catches, 83 yards. Two touchdowns. Jarrell uh, Williams also nine catches out of the backfield for over 100 yards and a score. Yeah, okay, so the Chiefs are back on, and, and the Raiders are a lot better than this game. And they are. They are everything's I mean, still really close in the AFC West. Yeah, it is. Let's uh, welcome in our Seahawks analyst, Luke <laughs> Jobes. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. How's it going? We're, uh, we're a trio of L's today, so we're going to go through each of our games. Uh, Russell Wilson, back off of uh, – a ripped up middle finger mm-hmm. in his throwing hand and travels to Lambeau Field, Green Bay, to face the Packers. 17-0, Green Bay takes the win. Uh, why? 
what happened? Interesting game. It was like the first half, it felt like – you know what was funny? If you were watching the, the broadcast, Tony Romo was just – going at how good the Seahawks are, like their schemes and everything they're doing, but yet the, the Packers are up 3-0 at the half, and it's like the Packers are kind of playing pretty well, but I don't know. I think I think it's a mixture of a lot of things. Offensively, not a lot going on. We can't seem to find DK or Lockett. It's rough. And then you got like Russell Wilson. He just got back, and I know he's getting older, but it's hard to watch him in the pocket. Like he, he's a scrambler and and he needs to, he needs to move. And I just, I can't, I can't believe it. Like three times a day, I, I, well, twice for sure. He got sacked in the first half. And it was, it was like, usually he'd run out and go make a play, but I didn't see a lot of that today. Oh, is Russell Wilson, has Russell Wilson peaked? Has Russell Wilson peaked? I mean, no, no way. Nah. Oh, he's gonna get he's gonna get better than the best we've seen him than Super Bowl Russ. Or has that already passed and he's kind of declining okay. as an older quarterback now? I see what you're saying. He's he's got to change. He's got to change his game a little bit, and I feel like he's done a good job of that. But I don't know. Plays like today, it's he's Russell Wilson. He's the guy that you know gets out of the pocket and can always create a play and that's what's so so cool about Wilson and today it was like I don't know it was a little different to watch but at the same time I'm going to give it some time because he is just kind of coming back and Mm -hmm. they're not having a great year like they're going to have to go on a run here soon Russell Wilson today his first game back off of the injured reserve uh 20 of 40 161 yards two interceptions for a QBR out of 100 of 12.9. So a rough day at the office for Russell Wilson. But like you said, like he's he's just coming back off a of, off of injury. Not a lot of rushing for the Seahawks as they finished for 16 attempts, 75 yards as a team. Eight targets each for Seattle's Gerald Everett, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett. That turns into 15 catches for them. Uh, for about 110 yards. Okay, so not a lot moving over there. Aaron Rodgers loses Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers didn't have a great game either. 23 of 37, 292 in an interception. He's also – Yeah, no touchdowns for either of the starting quarterbacks. Both of them uh, coming off of uh, not playing last week. Aaron Rodgers was on the COVID list. He was uh, saying he was emotional – uh, at the end of this game uh, and said he wouldn't be taking for granted the ability to, you know, to play football or play football at Lambeau for those fans. But A.J. Dillon, uh, Aaron Jones off in the third quarter with what the Packers fear is an MCL sprain. So maybe out for a couple weeks, maybe back by the end of the season, but uh, back up. Running back A.J. Dillon, 21 carries, 66 yards, two touchdowns, also two catches for 62 yards. Are the Packers the, the best team in the NFL? NFL? I don't know, man. There's still, there's still a lot of football to play, and there's it's too hard to tell who's at the top of the NFL. I mean, if you're going to go by, like, these past couple of games, I don't know, and I hate to say this, but – the Cowboys actually did. I mean, you know, their record says something. They demolished. Uh, who did they play today? Where were they? Like, they just they killed them. Uh, the Cowboys. Oh yeah, yeah, the Cowboys. What was it? The Falcons. Falcons. After they, coming off that thirty-point loss to the well, the fourteen-point loss, that thirty-to-zero shellacking by the Broncos last yeah. week, the Cowboys came out. Playing a little angry. All their frustration. And then, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. The Cowboys look really good. I don't know if it's just because of the teams they're playing right now or or what, but with Dak at the helm, they look they look really good. Cowboys beat the Falcons today 43-3. to um, Okay, Luke, for the Seahawks, what – what needs to happen moving forward? We're going to check. 
we're gonna I, check we're gonna check the schedule for the for the Seahawks here, but like Oh no. What do you need to see? <laughs> okay, NFC West. Arizona Cardinals eight and two, Rams seven and two, Niners three and five, uh Seahawks after this week, three and six. So they're like five games back with eight games to play. Wow. Or, okay, so you play the Cardinals next. And then I look at, at it like the division winning the division's kind of out of the water. So like what do they got to do to get that last wild card spot? 8 games remaining. If they win out, if the Seahawks win out, you get to 11 and 6. So maybe 10 and 7, 9 and 8 for a wild card spot for the last wild card spot. Sounds good to me. <laughs> All right, so you've got versus the Cardinals at Washington versus Niners at Texans at Rams versus Bears versus Lions at Cardinals. So two division games versus the Cardinals. You've got the Rams on Sunday night football. You've got Washington with no Chase Young next Monday night. Some some primetime games here for the for the uh Seahawks. These are all wins. I mean, I see the first game. And I look at it. I see. I like it. It's a toss up. I'm not going to pick them all, but like other, I guess I could. The Cardinals, <laughs> that game could be a toss up, but I'll just go for it. I think they're going to lose that game. And then Russell Wilson's going to just come alive and just bang, win, win. Those are all winnable games after that. I mean, the Rams one's going to be really tough. I'll admit that one. But. I could see them getting one and two against the Cardinals. And finishing ten wins and seven losses. Yeah, I mean that's I that could get them in the playoffs, but it's hard when the they're in the NFC West. True. We'll see uh we'll see how that plays out. We'll see if Russ's finger heals up enough. Uh some of the other games, we'll just throw the scores out there. Thursday night, Miami beat Baltimore twenty two to ten. Did we did we have that? We picked it like that, right? We knew that was yeah. going to happen. Yeah, I knew Tua was going to get in there at some point. <laughs> oh yeah, Tua had 158 yards. He ran a six had 156 in. yards. No. Okay, there we go. Um, the Indianapolis Colts beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 23 to 17. That was supposed to happen. <laughs> that was that happened. What else we got? Oh man, I gotta talk about the Chargers. We can talk about the <laughs> Yeah, let's get this out of the way. Um <clears throat> Vikings visit SoFi Stadium in LA. The Minnesota Vikings win twenty seven to twenty over the home team, Los Angeles Chargers, Kirk Cousins. So 20... I ask you, Lance, what what went wrong in the game? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I looked up the purple team <laughs> the vikings had the ball and they were just running it and oh man they but also they were passing it a lot more than i expected them to like going against the 32nd ranked rushing defense uh, of the chargers i thought it was going to be dalvin cook the whole game but he did get 24 carries 94 yards and a touchdown he also had three receptions 24 yards but justin jefferson 143 yards on nine catches, Adam Thielen, five for 65. Uh, and then Tyler Conklin had three catches for two touchdowns. So Kirk Cousins a lot more involved in this game than I thought it was going to be. Uh, but the Vikings really just were breaking tackles. Like, does that like the, the Chargers defense wasn't uh, wrapping up? Yeah, wrapping up. Like, it. Dalvin Cook got a bunch of extra yards, uh, like multiple times after being contacted close to the line or right after the line, he would still break away for like five, eight more yards. Uh, and then at the end, you know, both of these teams that were, uh, involved in a bunch of one score games, uh, kind of just balanced out. I think the chargers were four and two and the Vikings were three and five in one score games and it's kind of just regressing towards the mean. Um, but Justin Herbert had a couple of miscues, 20 to 34, 195 yards, touchdown and an interception. I don't, I, I don't know. Like he, uh, 
Well, it's like me and Madden. Like, I want to get it to Keenan Allen on this out route versus a linebacker. But then the linebacker reads it and picks it off. Like, that's that's what happened. He was he thought he could fit it into Keenan Allen, and, uh, and Hend- Hendricks took pick, it away. That pick was so nice, though, Like because he had to leap for it. He was off his both legs in the air. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to rub it in or anything. I'm just saying. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, man, he yeah. almost ran it back for a touchdown too. And you had Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson against me and fantasy. Me over them. <laughs> oh man! And then and then needed like ten points from three Raiders and got it easily. Uh, good win. Thank you. I appreciate it. Austin Eckler, eleven carries, forty-four yards. Like that's not eighty-two total rushing yards for the Chargers. That. No, I mean that that can't that can't happen. Um, Keenan Allen eight catches for ninety eight yards. That's that's what he does. Uh, missed tackles, not not reacting fast enough, and it's just something that has plagued the team. And I was like, what do you? How do you coach tackle better? Like, how does? I mean, you it's, get new players. You just go back to the basics, man. I mean, you know, they're going to go back to practice and gonna, it's all about practicing repetition, 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 especially with wrapping up. Yeah. Um, the Chargers next couple of games are versus Steelers Sunday night uh, at Broncos at Bengals versus Giants versus Chiefs and then finishing versus Texans. Or at Texans versus Broncos and at Raiders. Week 18, we're coming for you, Raiders. Um, yeah, but the Chargers lose another one because their defense is soft. And then the the offense is not efficient enough to convert when they need to. Yeah. And that's, that's what happened there. Um, any other questions about the terrible performance today? I mean, how do you feel, Lance? Like, how do you feel about it? I feel resigned to it. Like, it's it's a recurring issue, and I don't – I'm not sure what steps need to be taken or who needs to be held accountable for it. It's just, yeah, we miss tackles and we give up rushing yards and we don't contact the rusher until after they pass the line of scrimmage. And it's like something that's – kind of carry throughout different uh, coaching changes and different organizational people. And like, I don't know. So it's the location, like it's Southern California. It's, you just don't want to tackle. So I don't know. I don't know what it is, but uh, I kind of just was like, yeah, I mean, this makes sense. This is what happens when you don't, don't have the defense that I don't know. Our defensive line is not in the backfield. Like it doesn't. No pressure. Just, no pressure yeah. at the middle. Right. You guys got the ends. So. Oh man, I don't. I don't trust in the system yet. I see Joey Bosa standing upright as a linebacker and dropping into like guard the sideline, and I'm just like, I want his hand in the dirt. I want him like applying pressure and really making opposing quarterbacks feel uncomfortable and uh, to throw the ball away and hopefully let it get intercepted by our secondary. But uh, our starting free safety was out and there were some like miscommunications on the back end and I just didn't, uh, weren't ready, didn't deserve to win today. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And deserve to win, and they didn't. The Washington football team wins twenty nine to nineteen. Uh, like I said, Chase Young possible ACL tear, hmm. but uh, Tyler Heineke twenty six to thirty two, two hundred fifty six yards and a touchdown. Um, Tom Brady, like his first three throws were picked off or almost picked off. Was it just a weird game for? Uh, for the Bucks, how how did Washington do this? Oh, they played solid defense. Uh, they played solid defense. 
uh, their offense actually came alive. So that was cool. Unless you're trying to make me hungry. <laughs> uh, getting ads. Yeah. But no, yeah, I mean, uh, they prepared well for Tom Brady. That's what happened. They prepared well. What uh, what effect is losing Chase Young going to have on this defense? Well, I mean, he creates all that pressure uh, from the from the end, and I don't know if they'll have anybody else. I mean, they have a sweat, right? Uh, but in like order for him to make, is he hurt? I think he might be hurt again. Yeah, oh, or, then, or recently activated. I, I feel like I just saw him. In, in okay, some... but like, yeah, I mean, uh, Young got all the attention, so you really help create the pressure. And if they don't have that, it's uh, it's going to be a long day for their DBs. Uh, Luke Jobs. How big of a Cam Newton fan are you? <laughs> um, he's only my favorite player of all time. He's the GOAT. Wow, what a good day for him. Yeah, I know I know you're a little disappointed that the Seahawks didn't at least try to get him when when Rush was down, but it must have been nice to see him go home and have a good game, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. I'm happy for him. Like yeah. <sighs> had his jersey with me today. <laughs> um, put it on just in case, and you know what? He went off, and I, I don't know. It, it's cool to see him get like back to the way he was a little bit, in like that swagger. Because he, I just, I just think it's been so weird that he he's been out of the league because he had a bad year last year, and that is pretty obvious. But it's good to see him get a couple touchdowns. Yeah, and that's just in like. He was on the three of four for eight yards and a touchdown, and then he also rushed one in. Well, so he was just, their, just he was like goal line quarterback. Yeah, that's what they used him as. And but he's going to be taking over, like as the starter next week. I think oh. so. Yeah, I think they because well he didn't practice much, so. Yeah, he just got on. Like you can see, Christian McCaffrey was also happy. <laughs> <laughs> when they scored that, uh, when Cam scored the touchdown, yeah, uh, you see Christian McCaffrey celebrating in the end zone with him. CMC 13 carries for 95 yards, 10 catches for 66 yards. Wow, was that 20, 25 PPR points? Um, are you are you guys picking up Cam Newton in fantasy? Not just yet. <laughs> Like if you're in a two quarterback league, maybe. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe yeah, because he's gonna. I mean, if he if they have him, even if they just have him as their goal line quarterback, like they did today, he, he obviously proved he can score in the red zone. You know what I mean? So. Um, the Arizona Cardinals lose their he, second game of the season. It wouldn't have mattered who they played today. Honestly, is how I look at it. Like, I feel like <laughs> he was gonna do his thing no matter what, and I wish. I wish he played more, but at the same time, it was it was still cool. The Panthers beat the Cardinals thirty-four to ten. The Arizona Cardinals now eight and two. Easier now for the NFC West teams to catch up to them. James Conner, James Conner scores another touchdown. Anybody else you guys are interested in on the? Uh, oh, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins did not play in this game. Yeah. Uh, I think the uh, the Cardinals just being. Pretty cautious. Um, let's see. We're also going to Mac Jones and the Cleveland or Mac Jones and the New England Patriots beat the Cleveland Browns forty-five to seven. Mac Jones looked nice, you know. And I'm, I'm, what, I won't even lie. What like, was this? Uh, Mac Jones just he he was making all the throws that uh, Belichick wanted him to make. He looked nice. And at one point, the commentators were talking about him not being a gunslinger, but uh, the one he threw to Kendrick Warren was just right across the middle. It was between two defenders, and it was at the right spot. Like, no other person could have caught it but Kendrick Warren. It was a really nice pass. I'm not going to say he's the next Tom Brady or he's the next great quarterback, but he had an amazing game today. And it's so funny to see all these people who are uh, like, oh, Mac Jones sucks. Now everybody's like, yeah, we should have drafted Mac Jones. It's like, okay. Take it easy. It was one game. You know, I mean, I know they're winning, but mm-hmm. I mean, speaking of Cam Newton, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man. I mean, so 
but he deserves all the praise today because <clears throat> but he was he was just the throws he made were amazing mac jones 19 of 23 198 yards three touchdowns also for the patriots kendrick Bourne with 141 yards from scrimmage and a long touchdown uh was that the 48 yard one where he caught it in between two people Ramondre Stevenson, 20 carries for 100 yards, two touchdowns for the Patriots. And then also for the Browns, Dearness Johnson, 19 carries for 99 rushing yards and seven catches for 58 receiving yards. All right. Um, is Mac Jones the best quarterback from this year in the draft? Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, Fields. Tre- Tre- Trey Lance, Justin Fields. For sure. Who's doing the best right now? Mac Jones? Mac Jones. I I think for sure. Yeah. He's yeah. He came out to start the year. I mean, I feel he's a rookie. Like they're all they're all really pretty good rookies, honestly. But at the same time, he's starting to get comfortable and the Patriots look good. Jacoby Myers getting his first touchdown. He looked good too today. Oh, sweet. Jacoby Myers. Mac Jones is is in the best position out of all those quarterbacks that were just named. Um, one, because there's no fear of him getting benched because uh, mm-hmm. the Patriots are all in with him. And two, Bill Belichick is just, he's bringing him along very nicely. You know? Let's, uh, let's read off some other scores. The Philadelphia Eagles beat the Denver Broncos 30-13. to What uh so the Denver Broncos go from putting up thirty on the <clears throat> on the Cowboys last week to being thirty on them. Uh what else? The Buffalo Bills take care of the New York Jets forty five to seventeen and then uh Tennessee twenty three over the New Orleans Saints twenty one. Big tie today. Big, big for the Detroit Lions, 16-16 versus the Steelers. Is this the Steelers playing down to their competition again? Like, what is Big Ben not, not in for this game? So this is Mason Rudolph. 50 yeah, throws, 50 throws yeah, right. <laughs> for Mason Rudolph. Wow. Whoa, okay. So... Najee Harris didn't know that scores could uh, that games could end in a tie. Thought it was the college <laughs> overtime. We're about to get a whole nother quarter. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> no. There's just one overtime period in the NFL. Mason Rudolph, 30, 30 completions, fifty attempts, two hundred forty-two yards, one touchdown, one interception. Najee Harris, twenty-six carries, one hundred five yards, and then Deontay Johnson with seven catches, eighty-three yards, led the Steelers. Jared Goff. Luke, you're a fan of Jared Goff. I am. Jared Goff, 14 of 25, 114 yards. <laughs> he is so awesome. He's so, <laughs> so tough, man. He doesn't have too many weapons. You got to feel bad for the guy, right? Yeah. He's not Matthew Stafford, let's be honest. No, he's not, but he's 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 also not Mason Rudolph. <laughs> oh, um, oh well, I have a question, though. Isn't Haskins, isn't he? I thought the pay, the the yeah. uh, I mean the Steelers signed him. Yeah, yeah, he plays for him. He was their back. He was the backup quarterback today. Like, Let yeah. him play. Like fifty throws. <laughs> <laughs> fifty Mason Rudolph throws. Um, thirteen targets to Deontay Johnson. Twelve to Ray Ray McLeod. Nine to Pat Fryermuth. All right, uh, Jared Goff. Had DeAndre handed off to DeAndre Swift 33 times for 130 yards. That's some work. That's pacing it. Uh, not a lot of, <laughs> not a I lot mean, of passing. Not a lot of receptions completed. Uh, four to St. Brown, four to Raymond, two to someone named Trinity Benson, and three dumped off to DeAndre Swift. One to Block Right. Those are real people. Man, and Hawkinson, no targets at all. That's crazy. What happened to TJ Hawkinson? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. 
He had a zero and he had a one target in fantasy. <laughs> Jared Goff is probably why. <laughs> but the but, the Lions don't lose. No, that's big for them. That's that's uh, I don't care what people say. Well, it's a tie, but for them, it's a win. I mean, it's it's been a long season for them already. We're going to uh, dang, this is a row of L's. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about uh how you would address the Lions locker room uh here in just a bit. Um. Did you guys know that the NBA season started? You know, I heard about that. <laughs> I heard about that. Um, I follow the Lakers. Forrest, you follow the Chicago Bulls. I do. And uh, Luke is here in his Blazer gear as he is the – how long you have been a Blazer fan, Luke? Probably, I mean, forever, 26 years now. But uh, – what are the Blazers looking like this year? It's really disappointing. It's pretty disappointing. I mean, they come out some games, they look good, and then it's then it looks a lot like last year, and it's not giving me a lot of hope. Portland right now six and eight on the season. Last game versus the Raptors? No, the Nuggets. The Nuggets. Yeah, they, they the Nuggets today. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't good. And it was bad because Lillard was out today. But Jamal Murray and I think Michael Porter Jr., yeah, he was also out. And it was still bad. Like, it was just bad. It was like the playoff series all over again, but with no Damien. <laughs> Why was uh, Damien Lillard out today? Um, Abdominal. I think he just – I think he was just uh, giving a little rest. Oh, but they just uh, okay. So that's. But does he have an injury? Uh, not I didn't, I didn't hear of any injuries with the uh, Lillard. I mean, that would have been like that would have been news. Um. Yeah. So, C.J. McCollum. 30 minutes of play, 7 for 17, 5 of 10 from deep. Finishes with 21 points for the Blazers. Who else? Uh, Powell, Norman. Norman, 13 points, 2 rebounds, 1 assist. Ah! <laughs> uh, Lillard had uh, some abdominal pain. That's why he sat out today. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, who else is getting minutes off of this bench? Dennis Smith Jr.? Uh, he, he should because um, Nazir? He's, he's nice. Nazir is probably their most athletic player on the team. He's awesome. He's really coming along this year. I'm excited to see how he continues to come along because, I mean, he's looked really good. The Blazers are 1-7 and seven so far on the road. I mean, yeah. Once they and win then five the road, and, we're good. So five and one, five and one at the Moda Center. Yes. When's the last time you went and saw a game? Oklahoma City Thunder series when they beat the Rockets a couple years ago, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wait. Say that again. Were you there for the game? Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. You say um, Oklahoma City Thunder? Yeah, when he hit that uh that yeah. three from like the logo and waved goodbye to them. Oh yeah. Oh I Gosh. Oh, I wish I was at that game. I was not at that game. I was at oh I think I was at game two. Oh, not on the what was that? Game five wave up? Game seven? Yeah, game game five or seven. I know it was to finish the series, but game five. That was a really good series. It's awesome. Uh, all right, so the Blazers just need to win more games at on the road, and they will because there's no way they stay, what is that, 82, 85% losing on the road. There's no way that continues. James uh, Lillard will recover from his abdominal pain. Come, no, he's been off to start the season, though, right? I mean, he's had he's had this pain for since the Olympics. And he's kind of been recovering from it, but 
I don't know. He, I think that's got to that's got to do with his struggles. I'm shooting. Sure. Yeah. What uh, what's good with the Chicago Bulls beating the Los Angeles Clippers? Mm-hmm. Small small ball lineup. Caruso at power forward. What's going on? What's hey, happening man. here? That's that's maximizing the scoring. I'm pretty sure defensively they probably played uh, DeRozan at the power forward though, and then just through the sets on offense, Caruso probably played down there. Thirty-five points for Demar Derozan. What's a what was the whole? Did you see that there was like a tampering for the sign and trade for? Uh, uh, they 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 were saying that they talked to him like early, like they were, oh okay, stuff like that, and then so uh, they're trying to get Chicago, and then who did um uh Miami, the, yeah. So they're trying to get both like for Derozan and then for um the point guard from the Raptors, Lowry. Yeah, so they're trying to say that both Miami and Chicago were tampering uh, before, like, recruiting them before they were supposed to be recruited, like, you know, officially recruiting them before these, the time. These, extent, like, free agent deals happen two minutes after free agency opens. Like, there's yep. no way they're discussing all that right at midnight that, or that whatever. Day and then They've been started, talking yeah. about it. There's... They've been talking about it for days, maybe I'm pretty weeks. sure all the teams do that. It's just uh, some of the higher-profile teams probably one of those two players. So, obviously, they're going to get reported. I know the Lakers were trying for DeRozan, uh, and they got uh, – what's his name instead? Um, Westbrook. And then uh, somebody else was asking about Lowry, too. I forgot who it was. Um, somebody else wanted to sign Lowry, and um, he ended up with Miami, so – just about other teams really being uh, salty and reporting other teams. The Chicago Bulls are... They're an exciting team. They're young. They run. They score. Uh, man, they don't play too bad of defense. Like, everybody was really worried about having Levine, DeRozan, uh, and... Vujicic, uh, is that his last name? Vucevic? Yeah, Vucevic. On the, same, on, the team, on the floor at the same time, because... The three of them uh, are considered defensive liabilities, but uh, the team as a whole is so athletic that they can get to spots on the court like really quickly. They can cover a lot of ground. They're lengthy. And uh, DeRozan looks like he listened to everybody talk shit about how he's probably the worst signing of the summer. And he's just like, okay, I see you guys. And he's really having a really good season so far. Look, what do you think about the Chicago Bulls? They look really good. I, I I think Caruso adding Caruso was huge. Like I think he's he's such a great piece. And then DeRozan was, in my opinion, I've always loved DeRozan. Yeah, and, right. Yeah, he's good. And then you got Lonzo Ball shooting amazing from beyond the arc. When back yeah. in the day, I never thought that was going to change. Yeah, his shot was so funky. So funky. And then I think yeah, I think. Was Vucevic? Yeah, he he's out now. I think he got hurt. Yeah, he's 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 out for a little bit. That sucks. But other, I mean, they got a squad, and then they got Derek Jones Jr. who plays a lot for him. Like he's gonna play a lot now because we lost uh, Patrick Williams for the season, mm-hmm. and he was basically the starting forward and the backup three. So now I think uh, Derek Jones Jr. is gonna get a lot of those minutes at the power forward spot. Fun team. I'm I right. My early pick, like if you had to pick two teams, if you had to pick two teams right now to win the finals, I think I'd put the Bulls close up there. Me too. <laughs> ah, okay. The Chicago Bulls half a game uh lead the central standings uh in the east. They're half a game over the Cleveland. Cavaliers. <clears throat> Ask me about the Lakers. I have oh. not watched a single <laughs> game. I see that LeBron is out, that Westbrook is learning how to play in this on this team, kind of in the system, but he's still getting 
I mean, what did he have today? He had a double, another double double. But Anthony Davis kind of led it for the Lakers versus the Spurs today, hundred fourteen to one hundred six. Um, Anthony Davis, thirty four points, fifteen rebounds. Yeah, yeah, the Lakers can win games with that. And Russell Westbrook, fourteen points, eleven rebounds. Yeah, yeah, that could that could work, right? You get LeBron James back, and they're doing that kind of stuff? Or is it if LeBron James comes back, everything else kind of falls apart because they're not getting the same amount of touches and the same work with the ball? They just have to spend more time playing together. I mean, it doesn't help that. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to say that LeBron's faking his injuries, but – and I'm, I'm old school, like old school, like Charles Oakley, Chicago old school. So those guys, man, I mean, barring a limb falling off, you know what I mean? They were on the mm-hmm. court. And guys would play 82 games. No problem. No problem. And I'm not I'm not one of those guys who are going to be like, oh, these guys are soft. No, because they know a lot better now. Like back then, people didn't know how to take care of their bodies or what the wear and tear was for an 82-game season, you know? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, man, if you're LeBron James, and you, yes, he's the best player in the world still at the, at the moment, um, okay, maybe Kevin Durant, but uh, <laughs> if you're that guy, you're gonna have to show up. You're gonna have to lead, and leading by example is big. If he's not on the court, you know, and if guys see that, like, I don't know, they're not gonna respect him. Like, I, that's why I think it's like a legit. I don't think it's just a rest thing because otherwise they would just like load manage him, like a a game every couple of games, right? Like a game a week. But he's LeBron, man. I, I really think that Maybe LeBron he's just is, sitting the early part. Not just sitting. I'm I'm pretty sure there's something that is bothering him. My thing is so he, he can, can play, play through it. Play. Yeah. Like get these wins now. Yeah, I mean, that's just hey man, I'm JJ Watt's a totally different player, but if JJ Watt can play through a torn uh a torn, what was it? Uh, his bicep, uh, torn meniscus, not meniscus, sorry, torn labrum, and something else with the shoulder for half the season before it fractured. I mean, come on, come on. LeBron's like, I'm, I'm not gonna sacrifice my body, not yet, not for these wins. Right. Trying to play with his son. Oh God. There you go. Yeah, he's, he's thinking about longevity. Would it? How many more years before Bronny can play in the league? Like three, four? No, I think. Uh, no, because he's a, is he a senior this year? If he's a senior this year, yeah, then he, he has is. to. Uh, yeah, he'll have to just wait a year. As long as he's he's nineteen. A year. Once he turns nineteen. Yeah, 19 so nineteen and a year removed from his graduating class. As long as he's nineteen or a year removed from his graduating class. Los Angeles Lakers Either are or. eight and six, three and a half games behind the Golden State Warriors who are eleven and two. How are you guys liking the Warriors so far? I think so. Like Luke said, uh, he picked the Chicago Bulls from the East. Obviously, I picked the East. Nothing against your <laughs> Lakers. I think if Clay Thompson comes back in time, no one's beating those guys. They look same, just, dude. Right? That's, they, oh that's my what gosh. I pick. They, they look, look great. amazing. They they're so and they get uh. They get what's Wiseman back this week, man. Wow, they're scary. Nobody, nobody's challenging the uh, Golden State Warriors right no, now. No, of course they're gonna be challenged, but I mean, man, they just—they look like they had an agenda coming to the season, and they're just like full steam ahead. You know what I mean? And I don't know what Steph drank before the season, but I want some of that. <laughs> the Washington Wizards. Are have the best winning percentage in the East. What is why? How is that happening? Man, some of those guys probably have chips on their shoulders, especially Kuzma. But I think they're uh, kind of like Chicago. They're a fun team, and they're young, and I think they like playing together. That a lot of people will downplay, um, like cohesion and uh, uh, chemistry, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have five guys on the court who are moving well together, you know, uh, 
they don't have to be the greatest guys in the world, but you know, if they're moving together, it's going to make for a great team. And basketball is a team sport at the end of the day. The Wizards have a two, three, and four game win streak so far. Uh, looking to build on that tomorrow versus the Pelicans or Monday versus the Pelicans. Spencer Dinwiddie was a big, big, big sign. Like that guy's a bucket. Yep. And people were so worried about signing him because of the injury, but the guy worked so hard coming back from like, I think that's like his third knee injury. But if people saw his like work ethic trying to come back from his injuries, they wouldn't like have a problem. So, but Luke's right. Cause Dinwiddie, I know a lot of teams probably right now are kicking themselves for not signing him. And then the Nets are 10 and four, well, I guess they're tied then for first, but less winning percentage. Um, still so much time for basketball. So many more games, right? Like 65. Yeah, a lot. 67 more games. We'll see how that all shakes out. Yeah. Um, any other basketball uh, news from this week that you guys are that guys want to get in? Uh, Kate Cunningham's back, and he's getting into the field of things. He looks pretty good. 6'8 point guard. Can play every position on the court. Yeah, he's going to be a stud. He is a stud. Yeah. I mean, Jaden Green got the best of him that first game uh, playing each other, but I think uh, in the long run, Kate Cunningham is going to be the better pro. And uh, Anthony Edwards for MVP, not this year, but next. Okay. Anthony Edwards, 48 points against the Warriors. He's nice. His, his, like, if I was somewhere and they were like, hey, who do you want to play with? Like, you could pick any NBA player you want to play. I'd pick him. He's such, I don't know, he's charismatic. He's so fun on the court. And his interviews are classic. (laughs) True. He's had the yeah. best interviews. Yeah. Luke, if you were an NBA free agent and you could play with any one NBA player, who would it be? That's such a good question. Can I, like, return it back in, like, maybe two weeks or something to give you an answer? Or... Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, if like, present or past? I don't know, like, right now. Like, who, who did – Forrest, who did you just say? Anthony Edwards? Yep. Who's, like, a young – would it also be Anthony Edwards? Is there a different – is there somebody else that you feel would fit your game as a basketball player? I think LaMelo and me would play really well together. If we're talking a young gun, like he he's just – he's so creative and fun. And I don't know. He's so good. Like I can't believe how good LaMelo Ball is. He is, and I hate him. I think it's uh, <laughs> because LaVar, right? Hell no. Man, I hate that guy. Lavar <laughs> is not very likable, but he's pretty entertaining. Never lost. Undefeated. <laughs> no, Lavar Ball, big baller brand. He's over here, Kardashian, the Ball Brothers. But no, they all made it. They all got into the league. That uh, he's spoken into existence. No, Leandro's not in the league yet. We can't count that yet. Stop. <laughs> oh, he's just not playing. Oh, okay. So he's in the G League? He's in the G League. He ain't made it yet. Don't give him that yet. All right. All <laughs> he right, is so the best I'm... shooter out of the three. He is the Leandro? Yeah, he's the best shooter out of the three. See? Things he's are... the best shooter out of the three. Things are going to. Uh... But you still got to jump up court. So. <laughs> Gotta handle it. What if all the Ball Brothers were one person and you can merge all their talents together? Oh, my gosh. In Melo's body? Oh, wow. Boom. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get to the coach talk. Coach Forrest, who, uh, what team are, are you talking to this week? Detroit, man. Detroit, because they're still winless. But today they did get a, a victory. I know it wasn't a win. It's a victory for them, and it's been such a long season already with such long, like another long part of the season to go that I know a lot of those guys are probably uh, frustrated, hurt right now. But um, the best thing about Detroit is they have nothing to lose anymore. Um, And a lot of the young guys are going to get reps in that not many other teams can afford to give their young guys. So that's that. That's going to be good for them. They should be excited about that. Uh, they have a coach who cares about them, you know, mm-hmm. 
And I think uh, him being there and this season going the way it's going, you know, he can figure out a lot about his team now. You know, he's going to learn a lot about his team. Um, having to go through the hardships of this season, he, yeah, he's going he's gonna to learn what his team is made of. And he's going to be able to pick the guys that he's going to want to keep who are going to uh, work well with him and believe in his uh, philosophy for the, mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future for the Detroit Lions. Even his coaching staff, he might be able to, like, some of those guys that he brought on, maybe they're not suited to play with or coach with him anymore. So um, to salvage their season, uh, yes, they're going to have to – they're going to go out there and try to win every other game that they have left. But I think the biggest thing for them now is to start learning about the guys that they have on their team, getting younger guys reps, uh, and finding their identity for next season. Because they don't look – Horrible, horrible. You know, they're in all these games. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And I I like Jared Goff, but I mean, now coming into next season, I don't know if there's a quarterback in the draft that Mm. I would draft to take over for Jared Goff. I feel like Jared Goff has like two more years on his contract, too. Yeah. At the same time, I know there's going to be some free agents left. free agents, actually quarterbacks that they're going to be able to go after. So um, just a lot of learning for them right now. I, th- I think they're in a good position for next year. I know Detroit fans don't want to hear that, but I know they're going to go out there, play hard, win every game, but they're going to find out a lot about who they are and what they're made of. And uh, they got the right coach for it. So I like St. Brown too, man. I think he's going to be really good for them. But the, already, uh... the receiver. Yep, Amon Ra. Yeah. USC. So, USC. His brother went to Notre Dame, uh, plays for the Packers. Equimedius. Yes. They have a younger brother, too, coming up. Uh, he's yeah. supposed to be pretty good. So I think he's going to be good. They had I forgot the other receiver that they had was making noise in the beginning of the season. He was catching most of the, uh, the passes. But he's going to be good. They got Swift in the backfield. Uh, Swift's a workhorse. And a, a growing offensive line led by Penne Sewell. Yep. Um, I, I think they got the pieces. And Dan Campbell's a, a defensive coach, so I, I think they're fine. Uh, obviously not this season, but mm-hmm. I think going forward, they have a lot to look forward to. Which one of these games do you guys think is uh, their first win? Uh, at Cleveland, Thanksgiving versus Chicago versus Minnesota at Denver versus Arizona at Atlanta at Seattle versus Green Bay. I think Which Chicago. One? I think Chicago. Thanksgiving. Might. Yeah, I think so. Uh, big stage, uh, a rivalry, you know, mm-hmm. long time rivalry with them. Uh, I think they'll get up for that game. Baker Mayfield out maybe next week maybe. at Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I think Cleveland's a little better than Chicago, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see that the Cleveland's defense is scary, man. Not to say Chicago doesn't have a good defense, but Cleveland's defense, they're pretty scary, even though they got beat today by <laughs> New England. Man, they're not gonna win a game. <laughs> they're like not gonna be, they're not gonna be 0 and 17. You're saying they're gonna go 0 16 and 1? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I think that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah and I forgot they tied today, but yeah, they're gonna lose the rest of them. That's uh let's see, let's see what happens. The so for the Detroit Lions, your message to them is you guys are professionals. Get back to work. That's that's do your job. <laughs> do your job. Like you know, coaches will tell you, and you hear a lot of coaches say stuff like this, but it's very true. Uh if you're gonna play for anybody. Play for the guys that line up next to you, man, because those are the guys that are out there with you and mm. they're working hard with you. Got to play for the guys next to you. Um, and for them, you know, if it helps, play for Henry Ruggs too, man, because well, I hate to go back to it, but he has, he's going to have a very, very long road ahead of him. Mm. Just getting back to life, not even football, you know? And, you know, you never know, maybe him watching the Raiders play and, you know, just doing good, maybe it'll help him, you know? So, 
Yeah. Something something for the Raiders to to rally around. Yeah. As they've got they've also got a season to close out. Uh Luke with for the if you he's like they're gonna lose all their games. If you were one of the coaches in the Lions locker room, what would you say? Guys, we're gonna lose all these games. I'd say the same thing my high school coach said to us. Guys, there's no way we're gonna come back and win this game. But let's go out there and do the best we can. Yeah, what kind of a speech was that? Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. They just they look good some games, but it, at the end of the day, they just can't. They're not clutch. They're not doing well. Not clutch. Not clutch at all. I think no. it starts from the the quarterback. But Jared Golf, Jared Goff is signed for four years until twenty twenty four. It's gonna be. <laughs> and look know, at these cap hits. Four years after this. After this year is thirty one million cap hit. Thirty million cap hit for Jared Goff. <laughs> thirty million. Wow! Of, of your two hundred million okay, for your whole team. Okay, to be fair to him, be fair to him. You know, what I mean, he's gonna have to have some pieces in place to uh, to be better. I mean, he did all right. And yes. I mean, yeah, he didn't go to a Super Bowl in L.A., but you saw him. He did all right with with uh, with a better um, weapon load. Yeah, in in L.A. So with better teammates. Obviously, Jared Goff, uh, I mean, uh, Stafford is doing a lot better with those weapons. <laughs> oh, man. No, you know what? Not even because uh, if you're going by winning percentage and well, wins and losses, I mean, L.A. is pretty good right now. But Jared Goff got him to uh, a couple of pretty good starts, too, to the season. So, I mean, uh-uh. yeah, I think Jared Goff just needs a, a, a few key pieces. And I don't know if they're going to win the Super Bowl, but they'll be a lot better. Good, Yeah, good luck to the Lions. All right, uh, shout-outs. Forrest, what do you got this week? Or what's uh, what's new this week? What do you guys got going on? Uh, man, you know what? Nothing, but um, what is going on? Nothing, really. Uh, you know what? It's Shout November. Out. We're getting into November. Thanksgiving. Social Thanksgiving. Um, man, you know what? Would you, I will start now because is it is Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving on Thursday, not this Thursday, next. It's the last Thursday, yeah, yeah. It's not the second to the last Thursday, no. It's, Which it's one is Thursday. that? Which holiday is it the second to the last something? I don't know, I have no it's, idea. Okay, so the but 20- we'll, we'll, we'll start being thankful now because we got another show before Thanksgiving, yeah. But man, I'm just uh. Thankful to be. I mean, <laughs> I know we're not like a, a a big show, but I'm thankful to be able to do this every Sunday. You know, get out yeah. here and talk with you guys about football, sports, and now sports, which is great, man. Uh, I'm thankful to be able to start another week of work, and for you too, Lance. I know you're, you're two weeks into the new job. Yeah, we are moving. Things See? are going. I'm thankful that uh, we can come on here. You can tell us stuff like that. And I'm thankful, like, Luke can come on here and, and tell us about uh, how he's doing out there. Just there's a lot of other stuff that could be happening right now. So I'm just thankful that we have things to be thankful for. <laughs> Amen. I think we're going to get a, a bunch of, like, uh, Blazer and Seahawks fans. And I want to get, like, four of you guys on the same Zoom call. And then me and Forrest can just kind of instigate, uh, like, <laughs> the – conversation around your teams and stuff that would be uh i feel like that sports talk that'll be that'll be fun luke you got any uh shout outs anything going on this week let's see how this goes uh cam newton boys i'm i want to give him a shout out (laughs) i want him to know that uh this should have happened a long time ago but i'm glad he got some much needed rest and he's ready to go but um, to note off of Forrest, I, I'm really thankful as well. I, I think it's a lot of fun to come on here and get away for a little bit. And also with your new job, Lance, I think it's awesome. I I don't know. Are you are you delivering boxes by yourself? Oh, uh, yeah. That's They're, tough. It's, uh, it's fun. Yo, <laughs> yeah, stacking up a package truck. 
<laughs> it's like getting paid to do like real life adult Tetris. Right, right. It's Tetris. I'll, I'll send you the I'll send you the pictures. I'll be loading them trucks. Hey, if you ever come across a box of uh, from Nike size ten, come what? by my no. face. <laughs> no. They make you like sign a whole Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> this is like, hey, you're gonna see a lot of cool stuff coming through here. <laughs> Roger that. And I will get it where it needs to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm uh I'm also very thankful. It's it is the thankful season. I'm thankful to have you guys here. And uh just some guys that are easy to talk to about stuff that we're we share interest in and kind of just build like a community of sports loving uh people that want to come on and talk about some of their favorite connections whether that be like teams or like the same fans or you know the same sport whatever it is that we can create bonds and and you know relationships with with other people and and kind of just build that community is something that uh we look forward to trying to create and yeah we'll keep talking about stuff that interests us and hopefully uh people can take that and relate to it and and share that and build on top of that and we're uh we're here to create and have fun and i appreciate you guys for making it fun amen one last thing before we go man yep. i think that the afc west should get into the octagon and just everybody picks their <laughs> toughest player puts them in the octagon and whoever comes out on top gets to go to the playoffs next week we're going to find the toughest players from each team and see which one of them would win in a battle royale yeah we if, got yannick so i think you guys are NFL. losing oh, damn yeah i don't i can't even think no yeah oh see okay we're gonna take a week to think about this yeah let's do that uh appreciate everybody for listening uh shout out to luke jobs uh, Forrest Odalau, I'm Lance sure. Falitongo. Uh, thank you everybody for listening, and uh, that's our show for this week. Love and light. Peace. Amen. Peace.